the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the Allworth Law Firm. Lamentations 521 tells us, Turn us back to you, O Lord, and we will be restored. Almost everyone is dealing with recovery of some sort. It could be from addiction, pain, divorce, sin, separation, depression, job loss, or being stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and destructive behavior. Recovery through a relationship with Jesus Christ is the foundation of healing and growing anew. Listen as Pastor Allworth shares how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ has turned his life around, will help you and your loved ones recover and be restored in his name. God wants you to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Keep listening. Recovery Through Christ with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. I hope you're staying cool out there, and I hope you're being careful as you drive home. So God does want each of us to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light, and such a wonderful thing. I think this is the mic I was talking about, but that's okay, Corey. Uh, we'll, we'll endure. I am uh, very pleased and, and happy to have Chris Hoff today as as uh, as our uh, interviewee, as our guest, and he's got an amazing story. So if you want to hear something that's just going to blow your mind, if you want to hear about the supernatural uh, process of Jesus Christ being involved in your in your life. Uh, this is truly a, uh, you know, God is still in the miracle business, and those of us who work in the rec- in recovery ministry get to see that on a daily basis. It is the most rewarding work that I can possibly imagine. Let's go to prayer, Father God. We just come to you today with such gratitude on our hearts. You are such a loving, wonderful, generous God, and we are so grateful for all the miracles that you're doing across the world. We're grateful for our brother Chris, who's here, and the miracle that you performed in his life, because we know that it is you. Everything good comes from you, and not from us. And, and we are so grateful that you never stop giving up on us, never stop chasing us down. Your grace is endless, and we, we just thank you for your love and your forgiveness and your grace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, well, Chris is, is now the—I just found out—is now the Doorway Program Coordinator, and we're going to explain what that is at the Open Door Mission. The Open Door Mission is a 110-bed facility that is east of downtown um, and I am uh, so proud and happy to be associated with it. The Open Door Mission takes in addicted and or homeless men. And uh, through a establishing a relation, personal relationship with Jesus Christ, it transforms lives. It's a program that addresses, uses all the tools in the toolbox. It, it uses education, career guidance, counseling, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, and then it, and, and then the uh, third of the program is spiritual and uh that's about uh people learning about the bible and in fact I, on tuesdays every other tuesday I, with my brother jerome pastor jerome simon uh we teach a class called christianity 101 and uh, many of the men that that come into the program have a relationship or had a relationship with jesus have walked away and so many people uh in our society have done that in this a difficult time that we're going through. There's so much divisiveness in our society in any of it, but some people never like me before I came into recovery and before I began walking with the Lord really didn't have a relationship. So it is that supernatural 
uh, journey, that spiritual awakening that really sets people free. Uh, Jesus says in John eight thirty two, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Um, and that is so good, such a true statement. And Chris is going to, it's going to blow you away. Stay tuned, stay, stay uh, on this program. You're going to, we're going to get to Chris in just a second. And his story is truly amazing. And I am so blessed and happy to have him here today because whom the sun sets free is free indeed. John eight thirty six. Amen. So the open door mission is a faith-based and evidence-based program. And, you know, like all rehabs, it's not 100% successful, but the success rate is much higher than the traditional secular programs because it takes that supernatural relationship to truly be set free. And, uh, you know, we are going to go over there after this and, and have our Break Every Chain ministry. And when when you minister to these men like Chris— uh, who went through the program a couple of years ago, and you see the light go on in their lives, and you see the transformation that Jesus is doing in their lives. I, I can't imagine anything on earth any, more rewarding. Can you, Chris? No, no absolutely not. Yeah. The best thing in the world. Certainly a lot more rewarding than what we used to do, drinking or drugging or whatever it is we used to do, uh, that, that never filled, fulfilled us, always left us. You know, they, the saying in AA, of course, is one's too many and a thousand's mm-hmm. not enough. You just keep chasing. You just keep chasing. But Chris and I have both yep. been set free. So we're going to tell his story, but I, I want you to know also that uh, the numbers vary, but most of the people, uh, at one point it was 61%. I'm not sure exactly what it is now. Most of the people that work at the Open Door Mission that are full-time paid staff members are graduates of the program. Still over 60%. Yeah, which is yeah. just which is just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And, and so the people that work there, like Chris and like uh, Philip Vaughn, the, the chief operating officer, they went through the program. They've been down and out. They understand what it's like to be at the end of your rope, and they they understand also what it's like to establish a relationship with Jesus Christ and walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. So, Chris, uh, when did you when did you graduate from the program? I graduated the program in April of 22, April of 22. Mm-hmm. And you're already progressed to to doorway program doorway, by the way, is is the curriculum or, or the the program, the classes, right. man, these guys, I mean, you don't just go in and it, this is not the Betty Ford clinic where no, you go no. in and, 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 and get treated like you're in a spa. These guys work hard. You wake uh, up at five thirty AM and you're in devotion at six thirty, breakfast and then classes all day. Like we'll have our break every chain. It's the last yeah. event on Wednesday nights. It'll be from seven to eight thirty. Yep. These guys, and they're going to be up again at five thirty. Yes. And so, Absolutely. and you know what's wonderful, Chris, is, is, is it's just so amazing. You know, it's not 100%, hmm. but so many of the guys are still engaged when mm-hmm. we when we minister to them from 7 to 8.30. It's, it's, just, it's just remarkable. There's a spirit of uplifting, of fellowship, of um, victory, of walking away out of the darkness that exists at the mission that is – it's one of the most fulfilling things I've ever done it's, in my life. It, it is a brotherhood. It is a brotherhood. Yeah. Well said. Well said. Yeah. So, Chris, let's, let's talk about you. Um, Chris uh, was delivered – I'm going to kind of go to the mm-hmm. end here at first, but you were delivered from what drug? Uh, fentanyl. I was in, in, injecting pure fentanyl. So, folks, this is the drug that is the number one 
killer in America right now. More people are dying from fentanyl overdoses than all other drugs combined. More people under 45 have died from fentanyl overdoses than have died from COVID. Uh, it, it is truly, uh, we're at about 100,000 people a year are, are dying from fentanyl. It's, and it's getting worse. And it's getting worse. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to climb. And it's not just uh, pure fentanyl. It's, it's put in everything. Yeah, they, they, they put it in. They, they cut everything with it because it's cheaper and more addictive, makes everything more addictive. Including you told me about somebody that was just smoking what? Yeah, we had, we had a client who uh, I took him to his cousin's funeral who just smoked marijuana. That's all he did. But it was laced with fentanyl, and it killed him. So people, I mean, you know, you may be driving along and saying, I'm interested in this because it's kind of interesting, but I'm not an addict and, and I don't, you know, I've, I don't have a drug problem, but you may occasionally smoke marijuana mm-hmm. or more likely you have a son or a daughter who's out there potentially experimenting with drugs or even a parent or a loved one or a cousin or a coworker or who knows. Drugs are endemic across our society. You know, we, we've given so much attention to this COVID pandemic and rightly so, but we've had a pandemic with uh with addiction for well opiates and other drugs all the way back to the time of jesus christ for thousands of years and there is a vaccine that is effective i don't know how you feel about covid vaccines but there is a vaccine that is effective against drug addiction and his name is jesus christ Amen? amen and chris and i can testify to that so how did let's 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 walk the folks through how you went from childhood to to injecting pure fentanyl where'd where'd you grow up uh, I grew up around uh, the country in different places, but most of the time I spent in New Jersey until I moved to Texas uh, in 1999. You got here as soon as you can, and we, we welcome you, my and brother. And never left. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. So in 1999, uh, what kind of work were you doing? So I, I was working in EMS um, as a, a EMT paramedic, and I moved here and um, – Took a job with one of the local fire departments and worked there until moving to uh, work for the city of Houston as an EMS uh, investigator with the city. So about what time frame are we up to that you were an EMS investigator? So I, I took the job with the city of Houston in 2007. So um, how did you first get introduced to any kind of opiate? So I, I had a, a back injury from working on the ambulance uh, we didn't have the luxury of all the self-lifting stretchers that they have now. So I uh, ended up with a back injury, went to a doctor, and he started me on uh, hydrocodone, Norco pain medicine. And which, that's how it started. Which is really how most people mm-hmm. end up getting. I mean, it's not like you chose. You didn't go out and say, hey, I want to be a drug addict. I'm going to start doing some drugs. No, you just build up a tolerance to it and convince yourself you need more and more. Because you continued in pain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I resisted, by the way, Chris, uh, advertising or sponsoring the show for, for three years, but I have to pay for it. I'm not Howard Stern. They don't pay me for this microphone. So, uh, you know, I finally I prayed about it, and I asked the Lord, and he said, okay, because I'm not doing this for commercial reasons. Mm-hmm. But he said, okay, um, you know what, uh, you're – you're trying to, you know, I want to shout from the mountaintops. People don't have to live the way they're living. Absolutely. You know, you can be free. You can be free. And, and the Open Door Mission, by the way, the open speaking of free, the Open Door Mission is it's free. free. Yeah, Absolutely. It's, it's faith-based and yep. it's free. And so the, the God is out there wanting it with his hand out. And so I he said, well, you know what, um, maybe you'll get a case or two out of it. I'm a personal injury lawyer, was the point being. And I see people with back injuries mm-hmm. and and 
they very rarely heal. I mean, they, you continue and I don't care what kind of medical care you get, even if you have surgery. Yeah. And sometimes people that have surgery are worse off, you yeah. know? So and that's why I never got it. Y- yeah. You know, I, I still live with six herniated discs on my back. Wow. Yeah. That's painful. So, um, anyway, so you started out like a lot of people mm-hmm. just innocently taking some pain medication, trying to get out of the pain, by the way, don't do that as would be my advice. Mm-hmm. There are other alternatives. Uh, Advil works pretty, you know, good, but of course, uh, it's easy for me to say my back doesn't hurt, but in any event, <laughs> but you got to be careful is the point yeah, absolutely. You know, because these things are, so you started with Norco, um, and I assume that, uh, that progressed to needing more. So they put me on fentanyl patches. Oh my goodness. Uh, and this is really patches. before we understood how bad fentanyl mm-hmm. was. So about what time frame, if you can recall, were you on fentanyl patches? This would have been in 2017, 2018 around there. Okay. And it's 2017-18, you went on fentanyl well, patches? Well, I'm sorry. That's when I ended up on the, the heroin. Yeah, so right. It, it was 2011-2012. Yeah, I had my that. notes here. Yeah. So Because you and I got to visit beforehand. Right. So you started with fentanyl patches. And then how in the world did you end up on heroin? So when you become an addict, you fight, start finding different ways and avenues to get the medication the doctor isn't giving you because you need more and more. Because they'll only give you so Correct. much. Correct. So yeah. you start buying it off the streets, other patients who, who are selling it, however you can get it. And you keep, one of the things about addiction is it's progressive Absolutely. and, and you become somebody that you never intended to be. Correct. You continue to cross boundaries and lines that you told yourself you would never do. Absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, our, is addicts or we're delivered. We're not addicts, mm-hmm. but in our addiction, there's a thousand different stories, but they're basically all the same. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, so it became so expensive to buy it off the street, it became cheaper to buy heroin. Wow. And uh, so, so somebody just, uh, you told me earlier, it was just kind of coincidental. Somebody, somebody introduced you to somebody heroin. Somebody asked me just randomly, you want to try it? And I just said yes, without thinking of it. Because it know. is cheaper. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, like I was telling you, like you said, I said I would never be an IV drug addict. Yeah. So I would inject it into the muscle, you know, so I didn't. I'm not an addict if I do it that way. You know, yeah, tell we tell myself. ourselves all kinds of things. So, yeah. you know, uh, I need it. I'm not an addict. Right. So until one day I was, and then I started using, uh, you know, IV heroin cut with fentanyl, which eventually led to uh, using pure fentanyl. So, My brother, it is a miracle you are alive. God's not done with me yet. Amen. Amen. So Amen. But where did you get uh, – so how, how much fentanyl were you injecting? So it's it's what's considered an eight ball every two days. Wow. So um, I think that's two and a half grams every two days. And people are dying from much Absolutely. smaller doses than that. Absolutely. Much smaller doses than I that. Mean, God has special plans for me or I wouldn't be here. Yeah. Amen. As with everybody at the mission, though, I tell all of them, none of them are there by accident. Well, you know, and, and you and I reinforce that, brother. But, you know, um, if we look back, God was trying to get our attention mm-hmm. all all the time. And fortunately for some of us, we recognize that at some point we hit our bottom and we reckon. So, so if you've got someone, a loved one out there who, who just seems to be trapped in addiction, and there's appears to be no way out. Nothing is impossible for God. Nothing. No, nothing is impossible for God. And, and anybody, you know, and we, you, you told me you got to the point where, what, how did you reach bottom? Where, where were you at? So I had, I had gotten to the point where, COVID had hit and I had lost my job, laid off. I was, yeah. I was working 
a, a job on my own time, hustling every day to make enough money for my drug dealer at 11 and hustling in the afternoon for the drug dealer at five. And then just repeating that every seven days until October 12th of 2021, I was in my apartment. And, um, like you told, I told you, I, I packed the apartment up, laid out plastic in the bathtub and I was going to kill myself. Wow. And God, and let me ask you at this point, was getting high any fun anymore? No, absolutely not. Yeah. I, I, I was doing it just to convince myself that this is what I need to do to feel normal. To, to function. Yeah, to yeah function. that's what we get. So, and that's the same. Yeah. I don't care if it's alcohol or, no. or fentanyl or methamphetamine or whatever. When when the devil gets a hold of you and, and puts you in bondage to whatever it is mm-hmm. and you're in chains, then you convince yourself or you he it. convinces you that you have to do this to function. Absolutely. And, and it gets to the point until you get to, so sick and tired of being sick and tired that you're at the point where you actually put plastic in your bathtub. Mm-hmm. And did you have a gun? And, and I had a gun in my hand, wow. and I was going to kill myself. And I felt God reach out to me and, and take that gun out of my hand and set it down. And I walked out the front door of my apartment at that point to go get help. And I, I had never been to a rehab, never asked for help, never gotten help ever. Wow. Um, then I went, I went to the hospital, told them the situation I was in, and they said they could help me. And going back a little bit, I had prayed before for God to, to help me, and I felt like, you know, God, you're not answering me, you're not helping me, you don't love me, whatever. And that that's the lie that the enemy teaches, the yes, father of lies. And he tells us that He tells us we've done too much to be forgiven. Right. He tells us we've done too much to, to for God to ever use us. He tells us that God doesn't love us, and, and all I, of those are lies from the pit of hell. And, and I just wasn't ready for his grace and his blessings yeah. until that point. And I sat in that hospital room, and I, and I prayed to God to help me get through the withdrawals because I had never made it more than 8 to 10 hours without being so physically ill that I had to use again. Wow. And um, at that point, I was instantly freed of my addiction. And so you never, had a supernatural experience. Supernatural experience. I never experienced any withdrawal symptoms coming off. Because of prayer. Fentanyl, because of the prayer. Because After years of opioid use, years, fifteen many, years, fifteen years, fifteen years, and and God delivered you on the spot, on and the took spot, away, took away. And the... I have not had a single craving, a dream, a desire. If you, if it wasn't for the track marks, the scars from shooting drugs, I wouldn't even know I was a drug addict at one point. Wow. So, but here's the thing that that I think I saw in my experience, and I think you would see too. Mm-hmm. God then puts people in your path to guide you to the right place. We just have to be. We're, I think we all have our road to Damascus where we're blinded, mm-hmm. but we have to. We have to be able to to take away the scales and and to see what God's trying to do for us. So those people at the hospital, they said they can help you. They they said they could they could treat the individual symptoms, but they couldn't give me anything for the actual opiate withdrawals. Okay. But I didn't need it. And then you had a medical condition and had to go. Yeah, so opiates affect your GI tract, and I ended up in the hospital for four weeks uh, okay. because of because of the opiate abuse I had, and uh, you know just on IVs because I couldn't even drink water; I couldn't keep fluids in me. And then here's another thing, though: even though God had delivered you, you knew that you needed more. I knew I needed more, and I specifically knew I needed a faith based based place if it existed because. Like I said, I had never looked at a rehab, never thought about a rehab, so I didn't even know if a place like that exists. Exist. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't. No. Yeah. And uh, so they they handed me a, a, a stack of papers that had all the listing of the rehabs in Houston, and I opened up to one page, and right in the middle was 
open door mission, faith based, and I called that, and that's the only place I ever called, and that's how I ended up there. God pointed you. Amen. Pointed you. You know, I did the same for me. I told you before, my mom had gone to eight rehabs before she mm-hmm. died of liver failure, and I was calling around, delaying going in when it, when I hit my bottom, and and uh, the man said he never got sober. He went to eight rehabs until he went to a faith based rehab, and so yeah. that that's how I ended up at faith. But well, we had God, somebody God touched a, my heart. We had somebody open door mission, a client who had been to twenty two rehabs, twenty two, and wow. didn't get it until he came through this rehab. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, folks, it takes a supernatural experience mm-hmm. to truly be free. I know there are people out there that don't believe in God that have gone through AA and and uh, are sober, but they're not happy. They're white knuckling it, you know, and and the real Relapse rates are over 80%. Um, but if you truly have a spiritual awakening, if you truly mm-hmm. establish that relationship with Jesus Christ. That's all the difference. Yeah, it makes all the difference okay. in the world. Like, like so I, how, did, how did you feel? I know people are nervous about, you know, they don't know what to expect. Well, you know, it's, I'm going to go live with 50, yeah, 60 yeah, so guys. I, I was yeah. nervous also. And, yeah. and uh, I walked through those gates and immediately felt welcomed. And I realized that I was surrounded in a place by not only the clients, but the staff who have been through what I'm going through. So one thing the clients can never say to me or any of us that have been through this is you don't know what I'm going through Yeah, because we do. Yeah. You know, and, and I tell the guys and I'm sure you tell them something similar, but I tell the guys, look, if you will complete this program, if you will establish that vertical relationship with Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, you will have a powerful place in the kingdom of God because you'll be able to go talk to people and say, I've been there, brother. I've been there. I'm I'm overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. And so, uh, yeah. So, And and real quick, just to say for when it comes to the relapses we've experienced, the two things they have in common is they stopped serving in one way or another. And two, they lost their connection to Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, the serving is, and you know, what's so wonderful is, is that the walk in recovery mirrors our walk with Christ mm-hmm. because we do all the things we, you know, we look at ourselves, we realize we need Jesus Christ. We ask for his mercy. We make amends yep. with people. We make mistakes. We recognize it. We, and we continue to go out and help others. I mean, it's just like Absolutely. our Christian walk, you know, and, so, and I do everything I do now. I mean, this is. I'm in the best place I've ever been in my life at 52 years old. And it's Praise because God. I'm serving my Lord Jesus Christ and these people. I'm not serving myself for once. And I don't care what it is, alcohol, sex addiction, gambling. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. There's this bucket, and we pour all this in, and it just has a hole in the bottom of it. You're I, never going to find joy and happiness. Like you that. never get the fulfillment until you start serving other people. No, absolutely You know, in not. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we're called Christ ambassadors on earth. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, we're actually called God's coworkers. Mm-hmm. And when we assume that role, when we do that, then life becomes to have purpose absolutely. and meaning. And like and, you and I were talking about the freedom you experience. Yeah. can't be described. <laughs> There's a gleam in his eyes, folks, as he, yeah. as he says that, because it is wonderful. Because, you know, Jesus says all who sin are a slave to sin, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and that's so true. And, and Paul says we're a slave to whatever we obey. And when we're in bondage and addiction, we are a slave, man. Mm-hmm. And the Absolutely. freedom, the freedom to that I'm going to have to go home and, and be with my incredibly loving, forgiving wife, uh, you know, after the open door mission, I didn't have that freedom for years. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that freedom. And it is a, I wouldn't trade it for a, a billion dollars. You no. know, there's, there's nothing worth more. Nope. We got a couple more minutes, Chris. T- tell me about, um, you know, I've noticed that, that this brotherhood, mm-hmm. this camaraderie at the open door mission to t- tell the folks what, what your experience was like as you went through the program. It's uh, by the way, how long were you in the program? I was in there for six months. Okay. Yeah. And you know, that's the problem with these 28-day programs. It's not, it's not no, enough. No, it's not enough. And nope. I knew it wouldn't be enough for me. 
Yeah, well, number one, they don't have the spiritual. Yeah. You know, they do have AA and they do have 12 steps and there's nothing wrong with that. But but they don't have the spiritual basis that the open door mission. Right. And secondly, it's just not long enough for most mm-hmm. people. It really isn't. No, so, you, you need that time to reprogram your life from years of addiction. And what do you say to people that say, I can't afford six months? It's six months compared to the years of misery you have if you start using again. Yeah. And six months to, to reconnect with, with, with God and reconnect with yourself, and it just it makes all the difference in the world. And, yeah. and, and the brotherhood you experience there, I mean, watching these men lift each other up, you know, if one's struggling— it's incredible. Well, and you and I both know there are men that go through there that have been there for four, addicted for 40 years. Mm-hmm. So six months is nothing. No. Uh, I have to have you back. This is a great. Absolutely. Chris, uh, you know, you, you're wonderful, and I, I appreciate all the work we do. Thank you, do. John, we love I you here. appreciate everything and, uh, you do for the mission. Thank you, brother. Uh, we, we love you here at Recovery Through, Christ. Recovery Through Christ. More importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. If you missed any of this show, you can catch the podcast at kkht.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com